are live here, Hella Black Podcast. In a new location, North Berkeley. Shout out to Jake. We moving on up. You feel me? We moving up. You almost there. Hey, don't forget to cop your Hella Black Black card. Yo, black card. Sponsored by Uncle Rush and Killer Mike. Bank Black, goddammit. You know what's better than this podcast? Credit. I've been in the field for you. It's real for you, right? Shit, I feel like ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. In this thing, that got to be a record. It's a record. It's a record for sure. We black at it again, you feel me? In two weeks, Ooh, hell black. black at it again. The podcast, you know, coming through with the puns, you know what I'm saying? We was on Color People time with our um with our podcast. But it's all good, so thank y'all for fucking with us. You know, we had some hiatuses in, you feel me? But we back. We back out here trying to keep kicking this real shit as always. Shout out to town. Oakland stand up. We got some heat for y'all today. Hopefully y'all enjoy this shit. Um, we could definitely just get right into it. We thought this would be a good topic to start off with because, you know, Blake and I were having a combo a combo a couple minutes ago and I was telling him how burnt out I was today and how I just felt a little shitty, you know, because I often have days like this where I just feel overworked, mentally drained, hella tired, like I've been a resource for hella people. And, you know, although I have these days often, it's very rare that someone asks me how I'm feeling. And um, a quick sidebar for that, this is why I appreciate Blake and I's relationship so much. Um, there's this authentic level of vulnerability that he allows me to have with him. And, you know, he's consistently asking me how I'm doing. And I feel like I never have to lie. and be like, oh, I'm good, bro. I keep like, oh, you know, I'm having a badass day. Like, I'm depressed. I'm feeling bad about this. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, I'm worried about this, which is hella important for me. Right. I don't have to just lie and say oh i'm good which is i think like a a reaction that so many of us often have but yeah back to the topic um blake and i were just talking about how people ask so much of us but they really check on us right and i I was telling another friend of mine jake shout out jake he engineer right now i was telling him how i feel like kendrick like ain't nobody praying for me um and i think blake was tweeting about this the other day about like when people find you hella competent and when you're always you know dropping hella game or doing hella good work People mm-hmm. just always come to you expecting you to get something done just because you can get it done or you're the only person that they've seen get the work done. And if, like, we have these spaces, like, we're on podcasts, we're on Twitter, and we're constantly, like, trying to give gems and, you know, give people knowledge, stuff that they can go and think on and grow on, people will just start coming to you for this shit. And I remember shit, Anthony texted me one time, like, nigga, I'm not no gay Google. And that shit, like, that was, like, I really appreciate that shit because I'm like, damn, bro, like, I do always come to him asking for something just because... He's always a source of information for me. But in the process of that, am I, like, checking on him or am I I only using him for information? And I feel like this is is something I've been dealing with a lot lately. Because we've been doing, Blake and I have been doing a lot of good work. And outside the work that I do with Blake, I've been doing a lot of good work on my own. And um, in the process of me doing that good work, people are just always expecting me to get shit done. But they're really checking on me. Yeah. No, I feel that. Like, it's like people always ask me for things around activism or organizing or just to do things for him. I'm like, you can't even say like, hey, hey, Blake, how you doing? What's going on with you? Like, actually, like, you know, like I tweeted, I was like, I appreciate people who like genuinely check in with me. Like, you genuinely check in. You yeah. know, I have people in my life who do that, but it's like, it's not a lot. And it's like... In comparison, <laughs> how many folks are hitting you up for shit? It's, oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. All the time, especially like being on Twitter, having a certain amount of like hyper visibility. There's like a level of, like, invisibility with it. I think Trudy talks about that a lot, but, like, 
there's a lot of invisibility. It's like, oh, they think you're a computer. It's like, no, nah, mm-hmm. there's actually a person behind this screen. Yeah. Like, there's a person actually tweeting. Like, a person who actually goes through some shit. <laughs> like, you know, I, I try to talk about depression to normalize it, you know? But, like, I, I be going through some shit, too. You know? But it's like, people always, like, kind of asking, asking, asking. I'm like, yo, like, we got Google, bro. Like, honestly, like, I can help you, you know? But it's... it's it's hard. It's like I'm not a I'm not a black Google. Like I'm yeah. not an organizing Google, you know. So it's like it's almost like a level of like dehumanization and some like they don't even see you as like it's unconscious too. Yeah. Like they don't see you as a human being. It's like oh you're just this person. Yeah. Like who has this knowledge? Like let me access that. And even if it's not just information, right? It can literally be like physical <clears throat> labor, like asking you to do things. Can you be here? Can you do this? So it's like damn, bro. Like I understand. Um, I might be one of your only resources, but this shit ain't easy for me. And it's like, we enjoy helping people out, you know? So it's not, not like we're saying, all right, don't hear this now. And be like, all right, I can never hit like up on Twitter. Like still hit me up. Like, I'm the type of nigga, I damn near ain't even going to say like... no still. <laughs> like I damn near didn't want to record this podcast today because yeah. I was going through some shit. But right. I'm like, I damn near have an obligation to do so. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes I just wish people would ask me how I'm doing, bro. Like, literally, and I think we talked about how um, people don't understand, like, bro, we hella young. Like, you just hit 25, I hit 25 in July. Like, we still trying to figure shit out for ourselves. We still trying to figure stuff out. And in the midst of that, we also trying to be a resource for other folks. Mm-hmm. You work with college students. I work with high school, middle school kids. Like, so we trying to teach these people while also gaining knowledge ourselves, trying bro, to figure out our own lives. Young, bro. Hella young, bro. It's like, but when, you, when you're black, you have a responsibility. So even though you be hella young, you still have to be dealing with hella grown-ass shit. Like, yeah. you know, we grown, but, like, we got to be dealing with so much other shit where it's like, like what we was talking about earlier. Like, we damn near some OGs. Like, we some young OGs right now. Period. Like, it's like, not too many niggas <laughs> making it to C25, and it's not too many niggas... 25 in the spaces that we operating in that have been through the experiences that we've been in in such a short little time, right? And, and yeah. it's privilege with us being where we're at, too. Yeah. But it's like, damn, we still trying to figure it out. Like, I'm trying to figure my life out. Like, I'm trying to keep my room clean. Like, you know, I'm just that's a basic shit. Like, I got the everyday you know? shit I'm trying to go through in, right. in, in addition to the mass movements we're trying to create. Mm-hmm. And this shit is hard. And I think you made a really good point about people not checking on us or people just assuming that we got it all together. Um, being tied into toxic masculinity and then mm-hmm. us not being able like it took me to be on this podcast to say some shit and even then I probably won't even go to the people who I feel like abuse me the most and I'm like this I mean shit this damn near is a form of abuse to me like if you just like using me using me and not even checking on me like that's damn near a form of abuse and like it took me to get on this podcast to even feel comfortable bringing this up because I feel like if I say this to my my niggas or if I say this to my family I'm not gonna even get the kind of love and tender care that, I, that I'm still seeking for. And I think that ties into the toxic masculinity you're talking about. Right. It's about patriarchy. Like, I'm 6'2". I got a big-ass afro. I'm a big dude. Like, we both have a stronger shit. Like, yeah. we are some Former big-ass niggas. Like, yeah. we both play college sports, bro. We big, bro. So it's like a lot of people will, I think, assume that, all right, they got it good just because of, like, physical. Like, or, like, because of it's tied in the patriarchy. It's like, all right, they good. Like, they solid. Like, they... They tune grown ass men, like, you know, so it's like, you're not men, especially black men, like, we're not taught to be emotionally vulnerable. Like, we're not to talk, we're not supposed to talk about our emotions. We're not supposed to say how we really feeling about life. Like, yeah, I'd be depressed. Like, <laughs> but it's like, we're not supposed to, like, do that. It, like, violates, quote unquote, like, what it's supposed to mean to be, like, masculine. Yeah. But even though, like, black men be talking about this shit, like, hip hop, don't like, be listening, though. Niggas don't really be listening because <laughs> niggas be, actually be talking yeah. about the issues. Like Lil Wayne. 
This nigga said, I feel like dying, nigga. He made a whole song about this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, people don't, like, it's like, all right. I think, you know, because of patriarchy, it's like, they don't be like, all right, we ain't finna, like, they don't have a, a we're not going to, like, tap it. We're not going to check there. It's like, even with Kanye, bro, he talking about going off on the lorazepam or whatever. Like, it's a, I think it's an antidepressant. He talking about lorazepam. He talking about antidepressants. Like, don't, don't fuck with me when I'm off of my, that, I'm off that drugs. You feel me? It's like, he talking about this, but, like, when he have his episodes, it's like, we're not really going to talk about mental health like that. And I think that's just tied you know? into, like, our history as black folks, right? Like, you'll hear growing up, like, motherfucker, you tell somebody you're depressed, somebody tell you, oh, you're just sad, or you'll just pray on it. Yeah. And that's because, like, we never had the privilege of even processing our emotions, processing our mental health. Right? I talked about earlier how I was like, um, I don't even have time to, like, acknowledge that I'm feeling this kind of way because I got so much stuff going on. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine what that was like before when, you feel me? And I come from, I have, like, a lot of privilege now. I'm, like, college-educated. But, like, imagine, like, you feel me, 50, 60 years ago being black in America. You feel me? Like, nigga, you ain't got time to be sad. You ain't sad. got the time to be nigga, sad. You ain't you got, talk like, about sad, nigga? You talk about self-care. Like, you talk about self-care. <laughs> you sometimes you don't even have time to, like, do that. Like, yeah. And when we talk about self-care, it's, like, it's about money, too. A lot of times it ain't about, like, it's uh, sometimes self-care can be actually hella fucking, like, classes and shit. Yeah. You know? But it's, like, it's not enough time sometimes. It's, like, damn. It's nine ten. I haven't even been home since I left today for work. <laughs> like, and we out here trying to like, you know, create content, political education to start discussing these issues. But shit, I, I haven't even been home. Like, honestly, I need to go do laundry. Honestly, like, you know, it's but it's shit like, to do. yeah, I think it just goes back. Like, it's part of like, it's part of patriarchy. You know, it's like there's levels to this shit. Like, it's nothing, you know, compared to like what women experience. But like, patriarchy actually, like, people don't realize patriarchy is bad for men like for black men like it's it's bad like that we're taught to be a fucking man like at age three age four like be a man suck it up i want to see you crying if you was crying you finna get that shit beat out of you like 22 years of that of hearing that shit like you're grown up and like socialized to be this like i still have moments when i like when I call my when I call myself soft, like nah, nigga, you can't. You hella soft, bro. You soft, nigga. Like, you, you can't. You feel me, like yeah. And that's sick. And I'm I consider myself like a person that's like very aware, and, and I try mm-hmm. to be as like self aware as possible. I try to like really do like that introspective, like um, I try to do like that. I really try to analyze myself and sit back and reflect. But it's like nine times out of ten, when I do it, I either tell myself I don't have the time, or I tell myself to suck it up. So I'm I'm a I play a huge role in um in the way that I feel when I often feel like neglected. I neglect myself sometimes. You shit. play a huge role in it, but also it's like we've been socialized mm-hmm. that way. So it's like even how we're trying to like like undo that and like decolonize the way we think about like ourselves and like manhood and masculinity. It's like we've been socialized for so long. So it's like we just having these conversations maybe like a year or two ago. You feel me? I'm 24 years old right now. I've only been having those conversations for two years. But my whole life, I've been socialized to do this, especially playing sports like we did, like the most hyper-masculine sports you could play. Yeah. Like... Football and rugby. Like, yeah. you feel me? So it's like, we're, like, socialized on that. So it's like, it's still going to feel weird, even though we've been having conversations for a couple of years, because we grew up, like, being taught that way, being socialized that way. And it's like, that shit ain't cool. Like, and I'm, and I'm <laughs> we, don't, we don't like that shit. Yeah, most definitely. And I'm thinking you back know? right now, like, I just said that shit. Like, I'm... I can't even really be upset with my close group of friends and shit, because it's like, how can I expect them to check on me and, like, ask me these these deep questions when not even asking themselves these kind of questions? Because mm-hmm. they don't even feel comfortable, like, processing their own emotions. How can I expect them 
to help me process minds or at least try to understand my emotions. They don't understand themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I definitely understand where they're coming from, but I just need people to understand, like, bro, this shit is not easy at all. Like, we spend so much of our lives, especially like me and Blake, we spend a lot of our time helping other people. Like, literally, a lot of the times it's free. Like, we spend a lot of time giving free labor, whether it's physical or emotional labor to folks for free. And I know it just comes with, I, I guess it's like our responsibility, our black bird. I don't know what to call it. I'm, 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 oftentimes, I'm like grateful that I'm in, that I have this capacity to do such amazing work. But sometimes this shit get really overwhelming, bro. I mean, this shit, the work is overwhelming. Like, it's enough of just being black, but then being black and combating this system of white supremacy. Like, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Like, you know, not to compare ourselves to anyone in the past, but like, people like King, people like Huey, like, Martin Luther King, I was watching this video, he, like, tried to kill himself when he was young. Like, he suffered with depression, like, even as an organizer and an activist, like... I read some shit where that man had, like, the heart of, like, a 65-year-old when he died. Huey Newton, like, bro, was bipolar, had mental health issues, like... I feel like we don't treat it like how Niggas we should. Niggas for sure checking on Huey. You gotta think about a big, light-skinned nigga toting the shotgun. Right, right. He got This nigga sure. strapped, like, yeah. like, he on some revolutionary yeah. intercommunalism, like... Niggas ain't even knowing the internal battles you fight on a day-to-day basis. talking about sending troops to Vietnam to fight the fucking U.S. government and shit. That nigga good, but this nigga probably was going through some shit. I mean, he was going through some shit, you know? You could, we could see it by the end of it, you know? Towards the end of his life, you know? So it's like, with activists and organizers, like... Like we so, like we some regular ass people, but it's sometimes it's like we're sometimes seen as like, nah, you're not regular. Like we'll critique the fuck out of activists, we'll critique the fuck out of organizers, but like some regular ass people. Like it's Friday, I'm trying to drink Hennessy, you feel me? We sipping dog water right now, you know what I'm saying? Eating pizza, living good, you know. But like we like we some regular people. We just trying to chill sometimes too and just kick it, bro. Go to a concert, like <laughs> go drink or some I think shit. Some you, know, niggas, it's like, you know, make this activism shit look good because niggas then monetize the shit. Shout but out Van Jones. That's niggas another story. In that shit. Like, you feel me, Rock Nation? If y'all niggas just handing out sponsors and tours, me and this nigga Blake, we open. You feel me? For the right price, you know. Hey, uh, <laughs> you niggas better pay all the way up. And we're going to take this quick break to tell y'all to make sure y'all purchase y'all hella black black cards, nigga. The black cards, get them now, you know, Tap 10% in. APR. You know what I'm saying? Nigga. Get your passport, too. Just don't buy Jordans, bro, because if you buy your Jordans, bro, it's going to be bad, bro. You just don't buy Jays, poverty, nigga. bro. Don't buy Jay. Imagine Jay's if you didn't buy some Jordans, bro. That's why you could be living good, bro. You'd be in the Imagine suburb, if we bro. Imagine them Jays, buy them Jays, bro. Nigga, why you got that Gucci belt on, bro? You feel me, nigga? Bro, hell of filthy, you think, bro. You think, you think Zuckerberg got a Gucci belt on, nigga? Nah, bro. He got some weed Nah, eyes, nigga. Bro. You ain't never going to see Zuckerberg in a Gucci belt. I just, I'm just i looking at this picture of four rich niggas. Four rich white men. None of them got a Gucci belt on, nigga. But you know what they do got? Credit. credit. <laughs> 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 Thank you y'all know. for fucking with us. Hey, y'all better make sure y'all check on y'all niggas, man. Like, niggas be already going through hella shit. Y'all gotta make sure y'all check on them. And I'll try to do a better job of checking on my niggas because yeah. I ain't, you know, I ain't Shout perfect out. either. Shout out to all the black women, though. Black could be checking in with me. Yeah, and honestly. I, that shit is tough, too, because I, be I be putting so much emotional labor on black women because they're the only people that'll listen to me, bro. And they're the only ones that'll listen and understand. It's black women. I'm like the only people I feel comfortable with who not going to judge me when I just speak and I can just pour my soul into them. But I know they got their own shit going on and that's not their job. It's to just sit up there and just deal with all my emotional shit, all my emotional trauma. But nine out of ten, they're going to do it anyway because that's what they've been conditioned to do. 
Yeah, I think that's why we got to build spaces, bro. It's like black men, bro. We got to build spaces where we can actually talk about this shit, you know? Because we talk about that shit, but it's like, now it's about, like, changing that shit, you feel me? I think we're in a position where we're able to, like, influence, you feel me? It's like, yeah, we got to, we talk about that shit. Like, it's okay to talk about that shit. It's like, we hear it in the music. Yeah. We be rocking with it, you feel me? Like, niggas be talking about depression all the time yeah. in music but like then when it comes to actually doing it sometimes like, you take the beat away you feel me it's like the beat goes away <laughs> you gotta do that real you work know? so yeah man we, we finna talk about gun control now mm. Drop especially that after this my you know nigga. Las Vegas shooting as soon as the shooting happens it's always like gun control gun control gun control it's like y'all been saying this shit for so long some white kids died and y'all still didn't do shit. So, you know, it's like yeah. gun control is always like what comes up after these quote unquote uh, mass shootings or I would consider a white, a white terrorist attack, even though people call him a lone wolf. But look, apparently if you kill 58 people when you're white, it's not a terrorist attack. Um, but then it's always gun control comes up. Yeah. It's like, all right, we need to take away guns. I'm like... Honestly, if we're going to take away guns, take them away from white men. White men is up here shooting like, like who guns nine. are y'all trying to take away? Well? Like, I just, that's right. what I'm trying to understand. Like, whose guns are we talking about here? Because niggas is for sure letting these motherfucking big-ass NRA fucking festivals and shit kick off. Like, so who guns is y'all talking about taking? I'm down to talk about gun control, but only if we're taking away guns from the police. If we're taking away guns from the military. I'll talk about gun control then, but up until then... Nah, you gonna give me my shit? Like what? <laughs> you you these, gotta be kidding me! And these niggas, because last time all the white people had the guns, you knew what happened. <laughs> they have the guns right now. You know what's happening right now. <laughs> so it's like you want me to give guns to them? I'm like, man, shout out Huey. No, not political power comes out the barrel of a gun. Like straight up. And Huey I, I really do think you know, black people in this in this country, we have the right to self defense. We have the right to bear arms in this country, even though we have never had the right. Like. Even in California, the only time the fucking NRA has ever sponsored gun control is when Black Panthers was up in the Capitol, you know, strapped. Oh, these niggas got them? Well, if they got them. Oh, if these niggas got them, man, we finna pass them all for that. So they passed them all for that. Now you can't open and carry in California because black people decided to use their quote-unquote constitutional right. I say quote-unquote because the Constitution don't really apply to us. It don't. Like, we aren't stolen. It was, right yeah, now. like that shit. Like, like them, them we niggas, were slaves. We didn't have no input in that shit, so you know they didn't make it for us. Uh, you right. know what? Only black people that was there when that shit was signed was the motherfucking Servant T. Hmm. Period. Servant T. It wasn't no black folks right. input allowed in that shit. Nigga, that shit was not made for us. No, 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 no. I mean, no. but even looking at the Second Amendment, like, the Second Amendment was so they can have militias to protect property. Who was property? Us. Protect their land. Whose land was it? Natives. You feel me? So, like, gun control? What is gun control? Gun control is always taking away the right from black people, from brown people. You feel me? It hasn't taken the right from the people who are actually mm-hmm. using the gun to control the way the society is, to control the fucking land. Like, Berkeley cops be having these M15s. OPD, maybe they have their M15s out. Like, yeah. <laughs> just on some regular shit. So I'm supposed to have gun control? I'm not supposed to have a gun? Nigga, you got me con- fucked up. I feel like gun control like one of the first steps towards some martial law type shit. Oh, it's always been about authoritarianism because yeah. if you take away guns from the people then the government has the guns, you leave a people fucking 
You talking about the same government that was designed to keep us marginalized and oppressed? That oh, one? yeah, that I, I think it's called like the United States. Or I'm something, supposed to give like them that. niggas the gun. I'm supposed to give like the oh, slave owner a gun. Hell no, you got me fucked up, nigga. Hell no, man. I can't trust him, nigga. I can't trust the police, what? man. Fuck Jerry Jones too. What? Man, for real. What? I'm supposed to give them niggas a gun. Tom Brady head asses. Like, I ain't trying to fuck with them. No. Nah. No. Nah. Like, I don't believe in guns. Like, I don't like, I don't I don't, like guns. I don't guns really make, like guns, yeah. honestly. Like, that guns shit. Guns make me hella uncomfortable. I didn't, I didn't been around in my entire life. They make me hella uncomfortable, but I'm not, I'm not with only white people having them. Nah. I'm like, if we can eradicate them, let's eradicate all of Nigga, them. Nigga, let's just throw them away from a big the police. Ass, let's just take dump them away from the military. With that. Right. Dump them motherfucker somewhere. Right. But I'm not with. Recycle them or some shit. You feel me? Make Government some entities houses. having them shit. I'm not with nah, that shit. Nah, off yeah, top of it, I think the craziest or the wildest part about it is three percent of Americans own half the country's 265 million guns. Three fucking percent. Like that's the wild part. Is actually not a lot of people have guns, but a certain population has the guns. Right. So it's like if all the white people, it's mostly white people who have all these guns stocked. Bro, if we went into the fucking, like, thinking about this shit, if we went into a fucking gun store, tried to buy hella guns, bro, that shit would never happen. Niggas would be like, what? What? What is this you say about no, the, no, no, the no, guns? No. Permit or not. Right. Okay. Legally or not, but this white man could go in and have hella guns, bring him into Mandalay Bay, hella guns, Nigga, bro. strapped like the army. Real shit. But that's, that's the thing, is like, we gotta, we finna take away guns. Let's take them away from the people who commit these mass shootings. But that would mean we would actually have to reconcile. They would actually have to look That's at themselves in the work. mirror. That's like, oh shit, work. I'm white and I have guns and I've been fucking people up. They know that. That's why they have the right to do it. Yeah. That's why no shit has changed in this country since the beginning. It's only taken away guns from black people, from people of color, and kept it in the power of elites. Come on. I'm not with it. I'm not with it at all, bro. At all. Honestly, and if all black people me, arm yourselves, bro. right? <laughs> all black people should have a gun. I mean, but bro. that's it's, it's about having it like it ain't even about the constitution. It's about our human rights. Like we actually have the right to defend our lives by any means that we see necessary, and that's not even an act of violence, bro. Like if somebody is attacking you time after time after time again, taking away you from your country, bringing you here to work as a slave, still considering you as property, still to this day in the NFL considering you as property, and in prisons. Like, do you not have the right to defend yourself? To make sure that shit don't happen again? To make sure that shit don't happen again. Just to make sure that history don't repeat itself. Like, that's all we're trying to do, is to make sure next time you niggas come and try some fuck shit, at least we can, we can at least fight it out. We can't just, so we're not finna just go out like that. Right. It's we're like just not trying, it's, it's just a means for us not to be taken advantage of. Because we know y'all good for it. Right. We know y'all good for it. History shows that y'all good for taking advantage of some motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do next time you try some fuck shit, we on your ass. Hello? Period. And that's what, <laughs> that's what they know, too. They know yeah, they ain't going out like this last time. So, as long as they got a gun, they're going to fight. As long as they have the opportunity to fight, they're going to fight. And black people always been fighting back with guns. That's that's the shit that's taken out of history. It's like, you honor Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King had hella guns, bro. He was applying for his permit. His people were standing outside of his house with guns strapped. He believed in nonviolence, but, like, 
That don't mean I'm that don't mean shit. Over. Yeah. <laughs> that don't mean I'm finna just bend just over. die. Like, turn the other cheek. Like, nah, I ain't finna pray that some white man don't kill me. Like, I'm gonna actually take a means to defend myself, to defend my people. And it's not even about hate. It's about love. Like, I love myself, bro. Like, I love my people that I'm gonna, like, I love defend so much my that people. I'm willing to, I'm willing to eat some I'm gonna defend my life. Like, I ain't, you know, I don't know what's next. Like, people say heaven. I don't, I don't know what the hell is next, bro. I'm, I'm living right and I now. I should have to find out if I don't I don't want to find out. <laughs> if I feel like I'm not ready to go, I shouldn't have to go. Bro, I'm just trying to live, bro. Go to First Friday and drink Hennessy, bro. Honestly, on, bro. Niggas ain't asking for much. We ain't asking for much. We don't We don't want shit. We just want to be left alone. You know what just came across my mind for some reason? I don't know. Like I was just thinking about, you know how the mind works. The mind is a mysteri- mysterious thing. I'm looking at this white piece of tissue that I crumbled up, and I just started thinking about white mediocrity, and I started thinking about Eminem. And I want to talk about the Eminem shit before we go. Because I had, I seen a bunch of white people just like, just a bunch of liberal white people just like up in arms about that shit. Just like, oh my God, Eminem. And I even seen some niggas talking about he invited to the barbecue and all this other weird ass shit that Bruh, niggas like be white, doing. White people do white, basic bro, shit. It's like white people will shake your hand. Oh, you can come to the cookout. Nah, nigga, like, like what? Yeah, they set the bar so like just it's like how so low, just bro. like how the bar for men, black men, is so low and like like what we get praised for sometimes from like from people. The bar for fucking white white allyship, quote unquote. It's so fucking low. Bruh, bro. it's not even a bar, bro, because you can't even trip on it. That's how low that shit is. It's actually ground level. You can step on it and not even trip. That's how just low that say shit some is, bro. Sh- just do, just, all you have to do is not enact physical violence in, as a white person and you and you good. Right. Like, even if you do, sometimes you're good. Bruh, the shit is ridiculous, bruh. It is ridiculous. Like, And then on top of that, the freestyle was garbage as fuck. It was trash. I don't know what he was doing. He was like, real slim shady. Please stand up. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump. Nigga, what? Bro, the thing about it is somebody was trying to make a point that, like, he lost hella fans. For every one Nazi that he lost, he gained two fake-ass liberals. So, nigga, he ain't lose shit. He ain't but lose it, shit. But it's a whole white savior shit. Niggas been saying fuck Donald Trump. Nigga, uh, YG made that shit. That's why my nigga Vince Staples was like, somebody was like, you need to be happy that he's just speaking for you. That nigga Vince Staples was like, I don't need that nigga speaking for me. What the fuck? So that's what somebody was like, would you rather him not say nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, what am I gonna do with that freestyle? Nigga, that freestyle ain't gonna shoot me when the police pull me over for no uh, reason. What the fuck? What I'm gonna do with a freestyle, Eminem freestyle? And I hate that like motherfuckers be always telling black folk oh, y'all need to just be happy. Like that's 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 some that's some uh, fucking white supremacist shit right there. It's telling us we need to be happy that y'all treat us like humans. But it's like nigga, you can say fuck mean. Donald Trump, but that doesn't even mean you're really like an ally. Nigga, like, what, like, like all, what have you done? And I don't give a fuck about allyship, like, nigga. Donald Trump and like, oh, you're like part of the movement. Like, what? Like, I don't give a fuck about allyship, nigga. Fuck Donald I Trump. I want an accomplice, nigga. Go stand in front of this bullet for a nigga. Come be a front line with me. Fuck allyship ain't shit. Or get on the reparations <laughs> plan, bro. Yeah, you can give me some. You can give me some reparations, nigga. If you want to be an ally, just give me money. Cause allyship ain't shit. I need an accomplice, nigga. Straight up, nigga. I need somebody out here in the field with me. Teach your own people. Go, like, I mean. Go, tell Eminem go back, go back to your trailer park and go educate the white. What people white people in the was watching park. the BET Awards, the BET Hip Hop Awards? Yeah, they keep saying. He I mean, honestly, to white probably like a lot of white people. Oh, you feel because BET is on my oh, like, Viacom and shit. You know all them high school students like they be watching BET like oh we a part of the culture and shit like oh yeah we finna watch that like we don't really like fuck with black people or shit by him. But niggas like, was like, know, and this this is the thing, bro. <laughs> this is the thing, like. White people think just talking about racism is so, it's just like, it means a lot and it's so effective. People's like, oh, 
he got Donald Trump. He got he got he got white people that fuck with Trump to listen to listen to him in a way that YG wouldn't YG and Nipsey weren't able to. But it's like we don't give a fuck about white people like talking about racism. And I guess it's cool. It's like a nice first step. But like if all you do is sit around and have a fucking what is it intellectual masturbation about racism, nigga? We not finna make no real strides. Mm-mm. Why do you talk about racism all the time? Well, that, that's the favorite thing. Hey, hey, Delancey, can we have a conversation? Can we, can we just have a dialogue about racism? For a small fee of $100, we can talk, <laughs> nigga. You better pay up. <laughs> you better pay up, you nigga. Pay up. You know what's better than talking about racism? What? Credit. <laughs> <laughs> talk about racism with white folks. I'll talk about racism with black folks all the time. So we can just keep talking about dismantling this fucking system. But yeah, bro, they just gave Eminem like a pass, bro. I'm like, this shit is... And it was like hella black artists doing that shit too. Like, Protect no, no. Eminem at all costs. Like, what? Bro, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't even tweeted shit about Kaepernick, but protect Eminem, bro. Like, why right now? Eminem, you ain't done nothing. You've been benefiting from black culture your entire life. Bro, you ain't never read shit about black folks. Because racism did not start when Donald Trump got put in office. So, nigga, you had your entire life to speak on this shit. You've been benefiting from black culture since the moment you stepped into the rap game, my nigga. But now, all of a sudden, you an ally, my nigga. Now, all of a sudden, black lives matter to you, my nigga. Because racism was exist- existing way before Trump stepped his orange ass in the office. It's about he's staying relevant. I heard my nigga got an album dropping, so I wouldn't be surprised. He's staying relevant. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the only M&Ms I be thinking about is the candy. <laughs> feel like? Then hella niggas tried to get at Vince Staples. You feel me? Vince Staples did nothing but keep it lit. For one, the freestyle was hella weak. And for two, I'm not finna just give this nigga a pass for speaking up for me. And like, it's cool, but like, nigga, don't act like this nigga's all just like a superhero. Like, I hate white people. I hate, bruh. I swear to God, I know I already said this, but when motherfuckers be like, would you rather him not say anything? That's when I know your, your allyship. Well, I hate allyship. I don't even like saying that. I mean, but that shit coming from a solid. That place. shit hasn't done anything. What has that done for the material besides boost his po- of black people? Besides boost his popularity. You know why? Because Eminem was Google every day. Probably Google on YouTube. Like, YouTube, he and you know, he getting like, checks off that shit. Getting checks. I'm like, how much money has he donated? Like, like, bro, like the bar is so low. All you have to do is say "fuck Donald Trump" and "hey, welcome to the resistance." Bro, we gotta start holding. These, that's what I'm saying. Like as <laughs> As, as black folks, it's important that we start holding white people to a higher standard for allyship and being an accomplice. If we keep giving them passes for doing the bare minimum, that's all they're ever going to do. If we just start telling white folks, like, oh, defending me, I don't, or just, like, speaking down on other white folks is enough, nigga, well, they'll, they'll, white folks will always do the bare minimum, nigga. That's what we yeah. need to realize. When it comes to this allyship shit, they go, they're always going to do the bare minimum. So we need to set the minimum a little higher, nigga. Like, period, point blank. I'm not really concerned with them, though. I'm yeah, on top of that, like, I mean, I don't really spend that much time around. I'm, I'm in there, although I'm in one of their houses right now. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Jake. In the belly of the beast. <laughs> shout out Jake. But I don't really spend that much, like, white opinion doesn't really matter to me. That's why I was like, we talk about white white mediocrity. I was like, I don't really, I'm not really focusing on like white. But there are, but we need to. It's it's very real. We need to say this for our people that do interact with white folks. We got, we might have some white listeners right now. I need them to know I'm not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I need them to know I am not impressed. And then I want other black folks to not be impressed either. (laughs) I want them to know, like, nigga, we got to hold these motherfuckers to a higher standard, or they will continue. To do the least, like they they would never do it if they if every time they do some small ass shit, 
I think about this as a black. Hey, hey, you can come to the cookout, don't you? You feel me? No. I think about like I think about like how how black folks, like black women, black LGBTQIA folks, have fucking set the bar so high for me. Like they did, like I wasn't get like mm-hmm. especially like the black women that I've been dealing with. They haven't been just giving me a passes for just tr- for treating them like humans. It's like it has you have to go above that, my nigga. Like you can't just not, you can't just um. You can't just be like not being uh, um like enforcing like physical hurt on me, my nigga. Like that's just just because you don't beat women don't mean you just automatically like you're not trash. You feel me? It, it goes above all that. It's more than that, bro. So just because you speaking out against racism, nigga, you know, no, 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 no. So now Eminem ain't anti-black. Hmm. I can't say niggas and this shit. You feel me? So now Eminem ain't anti-black just because he spoke up on some shit. Just because like nigga, you can't. We can't just be giving folks passes, bro. We can't. We gotta hold motherfuckers to higher standards. I don't, I, don't, I don't. I really just don't get it. I, I really like why. I don't know. I just, I don't understand why we invite niggas to the kickout cookout. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I understand it, bro. Like shit, like niggas don't want to hate white people, bro. I understand. Like I get that. Like who wants to just be mad at somebody that you got to see all the time? Because there's hell of them out here. <laughs> so you can't just be mad at them twenty four seven. So I can understand like wanting to wanting them to be cool, but like. We got to do. We got to do better, bro. I don't want to invite no more white people. I don't even want white people at my cookout for one. Like, what? You can't. They all. Mm-hmm. Jake over here, hell mad. He's like, dude, I thought I was invited, bro. Jake's been to two of my cookouts, so that nigga knows what's up. He knows he's good. <laughs> but Jake also stays in his lane. It's true. So he gets a pass. Everyone wants lessons. Hey, if you want to learn something from a white man that knows how to embrace his mediocrity and stay in his lane <laughs> and aim for the stars when it comes to allyship. Follow at Maze Raps on Twitter at M A Y S R A P S. Do you still have to run the check that I will then give to us? To, so to you're gonna like, you're gonna follow <laughs> Jake. If you're white, this is only white black folks. You don't have to follow him. If you're white, you shit, if you're white, if you're white, follow Jake. He'll break it down for you. He'll give you the lessons that you know that you need about being white and trying to navigate your way through organizing and allyship really navigating your way is getting out the way and writing a check that's what navigation for white folks through, through organizing is you just get out the way and you write a check but teach and your you, own people yeah teach your Honestly. own people yeah cause I ain't finna go into your, your parents to write checks your cousins you know house and teach them I ain't doing that shit I'm teaching my own people free to real keep the rest hello I hope y'all fucked with this episode episode 5 I feel like we uh we, I, I don't know. This is a different episode for us, I feel like. I feel like we got a little, especially we got we got deep in the beginning. Like, it was a chance for me to, like, unload some shit. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I mean, but it's, like, it's more like regular shit we be talking about. So, honestly, it's like we actually showing a different side than, like, We got to tie all real life experiences. Like, we're talking about our real shit, shit that we that, talk like, about. When we're recording it, but we would just talk, like, about shit. You feel me? Like, we actually just talking. Yeah, and that's the thing know, I like so I like about our podcast. That's the like. thing I like about our podcast. Like, we can go through the editing process, like... We know how to edit and shit. We can make it sound super f- professional, but, like, that's not really our goal. Y'all let us know if, like, y'all don't fuck with, like, the um, auth- authenticity of it. If y'all want it to be a little bit more professional, a little bit more... I get, yeah, if y'all nah, want to look... fuck that professional shit. Nah, but, like, we, 